Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Weirdly Cosmic podcast. I am, <clears throat> excuse me, I am Louise Eddington and uh, the Cosmic Owl of Cosmic Owl Astrology. And if, excuse me if I have an occasional croaky uh, throat, I am just recovering from the flu as I record this on December the 20th, the day before the solstice. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And before I dive into what I'm going to be talking about, I first of all, we're heading into the end of 2022. I'd really like to thank everybody who supported my podcast and who has subscribed to my YouTube channel and given me thumbs up and left me comments. Uh, my aim is to grow this podcast further in 2023. And so if you're not already subscribed, please subscribe below and give me a thumbs up. If you prefer to listen where um, on audio or watch on Spotify, I would also love it if you would hop over to Cosmic Owl Astrology on YouTube and just subscribe anyway, just to help my algorithms a little bit. But also, you know, I appreciate you listening on audio, Audible or whatever your platform is. Um, and if you feel so inclined, please head over to iTunes and the podcast there and leave me a review. Um, all reviews, likes, subscribes, all that kind of thing really help um, algorithms. But enough of that. Um, I will say happy holiday and let's dive in to what I'm going to be talking about today. And I'm going to share my chart. But oh no, first of all, I'm going to be talking about the Cancer full moon that is on January the 6th, 2023. And I will uh, look at the chart in a minute. But first of all, I pulled cards and the full moon is going to be at 16 degrees of Cancer. Now, this will be the fourth of five um, full moons at 16 degrees. We started in October with the Aries full moon. And then on November the 8th, we had the massive big full moon lunar eclipse um, on November the 8th on the election day. On December the 7th, we had the Gemini full moon. And January the 6th is going to be the Cancer full moon. And then on February the 5th, we will have a Leo full moon at 16 degrees. Now, this quite often happens that we have a run of full moons at or and new, new moons at the same number degree. But it's I always find it quite significant when there's an um, extra number of them. And five is quite a few. And five is a number of change. And this one is the fourth of five. And four is a number of stability. So that's going to be interesting, especially when I talk about the chart. But I did pull some cards. First of all, I actually pulled this one out the deck consciously. I didn't shuffle to find that because this is the 16 card. And this is the Tower card, the Mars card. And we've, we are seeing a lot of towers and walls come tumbling down. So I thought I'd show you the Tower card as it is. Um, and when I talk about the numbers, you'll see why it's relevant. But um, I think it's especially relevant to the full moon coming up on January the 6th, 2023. And you'll find out why when I dive in more. Now, the card I actually shuffled and found 
was uh, the Queen of Swords. Off with your heads. Now, swords are news, mental activity, um, the mind, they are air element. And you can see she's kind of sitting on the throne, looking very satiated and holding a male head in her hands. Now, um, I think this card's very relevant to what first struck me when I looked at the chart. So let's dive into the chart for this full moon. Okay. So here we have it. Oh, let me just get rid of um, that side bit. And I'm I'm not going to go into detail, but I'm just going to say that this is a full moon, which means the moon and the sun are in an exact opposition at 16 degrees, 21 minutes of Cancer and Capricorn. Now, Pallas Athena, who represents wise justice, is conjunct the moon over here in Cancer at 18 degrees. And she is the wise owl, the strategist, but she was very much about fighting for justice. OK, so she is very fair minded or tried to be at least. And opposing her and conjunct the sun is Mercury in Capricorn. And Mercury is communication, air, <laughs> um, mind, um, kind of element, um, Mercury being the ruler of Gemini um, and also Virgo. But in um, Gemini, in this case, I think is kind of more relevant. Now, this is always a powerful full moon as well, because the moon is in her own sign, Cancer. So everything is a little bit kind of um, um, more powerful than usual, more emotional than usual, more protect protective uh, as usual. And um, the moon, sorry, the moon is always out of bounds in the sign of Cancer as well. So we've got an out of bounds acting extra kind of moon. So it's a big full moon. And it's big because of these other aspects as well with Mercury and Pallas Athena there. Excuse me. My mouse was not wanting to move. <laughs> now, I've drawn a pattern on here. This is a trapeze configuration to Uranus in Taurus. And Uranus um, has been in Taurus for quite some time. But Uranus is going to be stationing direct on January the 22nd. So Uranus is heading towards the end of his uh, retrograde journey. And he's uh, the kind of awakener, the Lord of Lightning Bolts. Sudden shifts, sudden awakenings, sudden ahas, sudden awarenesses. So we'll talk about that. And at the other end of the trapeze configuration is Vesta. Vesta is in Pisces and Vesta is the hearth, the hearth of the state, the hearth of the family, the hearth of the home, the hearth of our inner selves. And I'll talk more about that. Know that the con trapeze configuration is a uh, generally thought to be a supportive um, um, pattern 
uh, for planets. Um, but it's, you know, it is still combined with an, op with an opposition, but these are kind of the outlets. And I'll talk more about that as to what that means. The other thing I'm probably going to bring in, and I'm not going to bring in a lot of other things, is um, Mars is at his station degree. Mars is stationing direct on January the 12th at eight degrees of Gemini. And of course, Mercury rules that. So that's also going to um, uh, come into what I'm going to be talking about. Um, one other um, almost exact aspect is that we have Venus in Aquarius, very close to the south node of the U.S. chart. And she's in a trine to um, Ceres in Libra. So more air signs, more air energy. I kind of think the news on this full moon is going to be really big. And I had a big like, oh, what if it's that? So, but let's look at the numbers first of all, before I come back to all of that. Um, 16, seven, we have, we've looked at this four times. Seven uh, resonates with the vibrations and energies of the collective consciousness, uh, spiritual awakening, awareness, spiritual enlightenment, um, intuition and inner knowing. Okay, and but seven also relates to the attributes of mental analysis, philosophy, uh, technicality, um, research, you know, keen mind, again, mercurial kind of um, energies. Now, a 16-7 specifically is um, is often known as a number of karmic debt. Um which is always a little bit unpleasant, but there is an element of a 16, seven, one plus six makes seven that, you know, things tumble down and you have to build them up again. It's about tumbling down and rebuilding, which is very tower card. It's kind of the faulty tower of, of numbers, 16, seven. Now, Hans Dekos, who wrote, uh, D-E-C-O-Z, wrote um, in a book about the tarot, sorry, about new numbers, that um, he, I love these particular words. Okay, he says, it usually means destruction of the old and birth of the new, which is a very tower card. 16-7 uh, is both the fall of the eagle and all that it is built it for itself. It's a watershed, a cleansing, all that has been constructed and all that serves as separate. The person, um, sorry, uh, from this, from the source of life is destroyed through the 16-7 reunion with the great spirit is accomplished. Um, so the bottom line about 16-7 really is about spiritual growth. And so I like the seven, but it doesn't come without some kind of undoing or uh, downfall. And we're kind of seeing that collectively right now. All right. So to go back to the astrology chart itself. Well, first of all, a little bit more about the numbers. It's actually on January the 6th, six plus one is a seven as well. And we are moving into a seven year. So we've got um, 2023 is a seven year. So we've got 16, seven, 
a seven number for the degrees. And we've got um, January the 6th, which is a seven. And it's um, and so we've got double sevens there. But that also makes it all a 14, which is a five, lots of change. And it's the media number. So this kind of relates back to the news. So I I have to tell you, I'm, I'm kind of going to go out there on a limb. I am recording this on December the 20th, which is the day after the final hearing for the January the 6th committee in the US. And the January the 6th com committee made four criminal referrals for Donald Trump and others. Okay. They've referred these criminal referrals to the Department of Justice. Now, it's up to the Department of Justice what they do with the criminal referrals. The criminal referrals are in themselves historic, but it doesn't guarantee that the, um, the DOJ will actually charge anybody with those particular crimes that were referred. However, um, Attorney General Garland is known as a very deliberate and careful man who will not, he's never lost a case, a prosecution apparently, in his whole time as a prosecutor. And so he's going to dot I's um, and cross T's to a very meticulous standard. And um, I suddenly came to my mind when I looked at this chart of how poetic would it be if there were some charges filed and I'm not saying against who or which charges will be filed on the two year anniversary of the invasion of the Capitol on January the 6th, 2020. And that's on this full moon. And this full moon is also on a Friday, which is often um, the day that kind of big things like that are are executed and happen. We again then go into the weekend. So um, it's called the Friday news drop kind of thing. And this um, full moon is very much about the news. And with Mercury and the sun in Capricorn, um, we are actually there at 16 and 17 degrees Capricorn. They are actually highlighting um, the degree of the last Venus star point in Capricorn in January 2021. So we're kind of echoing back to a couple of Januaries and I may be completely wrong, but what if I'm right? And that's you know, he decides to spend this period between uh, the full moon of the week I'm recording this, which is December the 23rd. Uh, the um, January the 6th committee are releasing their full report on the solstice, December the 21st, right just before the full moon, sorry, the, the new moon, that's Capricorn new moon at one degree of Capricorn. And then we have the fulfillment of this little period two weeks later on January the 6th. I could be wrong, but I thought I'd throw my hat out there and say this is what kind of leapt out at me when I saw this chart. 
I was like, oh boy, you know, not only all these sevens, kind of the tower card, things coming tumbling down. It's clear that the uh, GOP is kind of in a mess. And um, um, anyway, you get the idea. So we'll see. We'll see if I'm right. <laughs> um, there was another thought I had regarding similar kind of things. Oh, yes. Um, the fact that the Sun and Mercury are also um, in Capricorn near where the Venus star point was on, um, I think it was January the 12th, 2021. Sorry, 2022, not. I'm getting my years mixed up. Please forgive me on that one. We're harking back to 2022 and 2020 and um the the venus retrograde in january of 2022 began the ukraine war the russian invasion and attack on the ukraine perhaps there'll be news of some kind of radical breakthrough and resolution in that um in that area as well um, as we move into this new uh, and the new Libra star as um, evening star. All right, so that's kind of my predictions, but let's just talk about, um, you know, this, the chart in general and what it might mean for you. Well, as I mentioned already, it's a full moon, it's a Cancer moon, and the moon rules the sign of Cancer, and the moon Sorry about that. My internet chucked me off and put me back. Um, I'll have to see if I can edit that bit out. But if not, you'll just have to bear with me. Anyway, that was interesting. That's never happened. But anyway, I was saying that Pallas Athena, the wise owl, also represents creative intelligence. So in cancer, this is about security and safety and protection and family and um, and there's a couple of um, indicators that next year could be quite uh, tough um, financially, particularly around, I'm going to say, the Mercury retrograde that starts in April. It's in the sign of Taurus. And um, I'm going to say this full moon might um, bring something that brings us some uh, little surprises and shocks. Um, as regarding how secure and safe we feel, um, especially because of the sextile to Uranus in Taurus. And Pallas Athena is going to help us to see into different patterns and how to think creatively and out of the box to make sure that we shore up our resources and that we protect 
our homes and families on this time. is also on the Uranus of the USA. So it's going to rattle bones, I think, but that would work for what I've mentioned could happen already. That's going to be a big um, um, revolutionary radical shift and uh, it's going to shake us, shake people up a, quite a lot. But that's the moon. So it's got, there's a lot of emotion on this full moon. Full moon's already heightened emotion, right? So everything feels bigger. Um, in the sign of cancer, we feel more needy emotionally, perhaps, but we also feel more protective and threatened. So we tend to close down the shell of the crab on a cancer full moon and go, let's just stay home and stay out of the fray. And I would suggest doing that. Even though I don't think it's a, a particularly nasty full moon, I think it could bring some um, some things that rattle um, our sense of safety and security. Then, as I said, the um, Mercury and the Sun are opposite in the sign of um, uh, Capricorn, which is generally um, represents the um, institutions and structures of society, all of them, you know, right down to um, Twitter <laughs> and uh, right down to banks, government, um, our own homes, our own things like that. There could be some flooding with this. Um, there could be some big um, floods of emotion and floods of water because cancer is a water sign as well. And there could be some news around things like that as well. But uh, really, I think the news primarily is going to come around our physical structures and institutions that we've created, that create the man-made laws that we live under. They happen to be very patriarchal in um in nature right now and so I think there's going to be some news around that that's really going to kind of shake some foundations for sure all right now the aspect to Vesta in Pisces as I mentioned Vesta is the state it's the home it's the hearth it's the flame that keeps the state going now Vesta is in Pisces again a water sign and one that can really kind of clear the decks. And I kind of come back to what I said about the, the number 17, that it can bring a big clearing, all right? Um, a cleansing and a clearing. And it feels like something is going to be really kind of brought to light. The, the light of both luminaries shining on this and then clearing something away that's been coming that needs a big clearing so um and and then vesta helps to keep the hearth of the state burning 
So, you know, maybe I'm right. Maybe, you know, there will be these kind of charges issued around this time or even on this time that will clear out some things that have been brewing and protect and threatening our safety for a long time. But then it's also conversely going to threaten some people's um, idea of what's safe and secure. So it's all going to feel a little bit... Uh, a little bit swimmy, a little bit like, um, uh, you know, I feel like I'm not on secure ground here. Okay. And um, it's going to be a bit of an uncomfortable full moon in that way. The sextile to um, Uranus is is the big one um, because Uranus is um, slowing down to station direct, not that long after this um, full moon. And in fact, the twentieth um, on the new moon after this full moon is around the time that Uranus stations direct, so that's going to bring some shocks, surprises. It could affect financial um, matters again, again th threatening our safety and security. Mars stationing direct, and the fact that Mars is at his station point, I think, is a really big thing. Because um, we're going to see um, a big shift with things that began uh, before Mars's retrograde. Mars actually retrograded on October the 30th at 25 Gemini. Mars will not be back at that point for quite some time. Uh, but Mars is also very much out of bounds. Um, so he's acting out of character. Um, he's, um, as I speak, he's, he's still very strong. He's, um, just had his opposition to on the previous full moon <laughs> on December the 7th to the sun, just before that, actually November the 30th. So he's very close to earth, very powerful, very active in his retrograde, out of bounds, off the ecliptic, acting out of character and sitting on the USA's um, Uranus. Mm. Big, big kind of shocks, I think, to be quite honest, that are kind of going to cut to the heart of what we think about community. And, and of course, this is uh, going to apply to everywhere as well. I can't help but um, apply it to where I live because it's affecting the US charts so closely and of what because of what's going on here. Okay. But that's a really big um big point that Mars is hitting his station point on this. So it's digging in kind of some sharp words, some kind of some aggressive news um that's gonna kind of really shock people quite a bit I think as well so look for that too much more pleasant <laughs> is that Venus and Ceres are in aspect to each other in a beautiful supportive trine aspect Venus is in Aquarius seeing the bigger picture moving towards the future the hopes and wishes um, Venus does happen to rule the Taurus North Node and um, where Uranus is in Taurus. And so, you know, we're able to start to see and create the future. And then a trying to um, series in the sign of balance, harmony and justice 
in Libra, which is the other Venus ruled sign, I see there's a potential for some huge healing to begin from this time, from whatever news comes that shocks, we are able to start finding the ease to bring some healing. I really do believe that. So yes, it's kind of got the yin and yang, the surprises that might set, threaten our sense of safety and security, but also we could see that perhaps good is coming out of the surprises and um, and the shocks that come our way and the news that comes our way. Of course, you know, people are going to be affected individually at different, um, different kind of um, um, levels. If you have something around 16 degrees of the cardinal signs, you are going to be most affected. And that's Aries, Cancer, Libra and uh, Capricorn, um, anything around 16 degrees. And, you know, I'm going to give it a probably a good orb of five either side. So let's say that whole second decan really of of um, Cancer and Capricorn and Aries and Libra, which means 10 to 20 degrees. If you've got planets and angles around those degrees, you are going to be impacted much more than um, other people. But and, and it will also depend on what house it's in for you. Um, I'm wondering whether to start doing all signs for these new and full moon reports, but they're pretty long already. So hmm, maybe I'll do quick all signs videos separately um, as I want to grow my YouTube channel. Tell me how you would prefer it. Would you prefer them on the end of these or would you prefer a, a second video that's quick and short telling you where the new or full moon falls for you? Okay, um, maybe I'll do it for uh, the whole new full moon um, lunation cycle, because wherever the new moon falls, the full moon falls in the opposite sign. Hmm. This is how I work. It comes out. <laughs> anyway. You're also going to be quite affected by this because of the Mars station um, direct right after this full moon. Um, if, if you have anything around eight degrees of the mutable signs. OK, so that's uh, Gemini. I'm not thinking straight. Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius and Pisces. You have anything around eight degrees of those signs. This uh, could be a, a little bit diggy in as well. And uh, you could receive some um, news that really kind of uh, feels a bit like daggers coming towards you. Yeah, perhaps um, would be the um, expression. All right. So really, that's all I have to say about the astrology. Um, it's it's very consecrate, con, uh, concentrated. Now, I've brought out, you know, the fact that it could be shocking, could be um, cut uh, into your sense of safety and security. But I do want to emphasize that, you know, this trapeze uh, position is generally a supportive, the configuration, the pattern I showed you at the start is 
pretty much a supportive one. And we do have that beautiful Venus series trine. Okay, and if you've watched my introduction to series CERES video on this channel as well, you will see that Ceres and Venus um, work in tandem together to bring some healing that is actually going to result in some very big potential for healing in December of 2024, December the 7th to be precise, which is right after the next US election presidential election. I think we are heading into a period of healing, but that doesn't mean that um, there won't be some shocks along the way, of course. So let's go to the symbols. All right. So the Sabian symbol for this full moon, we go up one as always. So we go to Cancer 17. The unfoldment, sorry, the un of multi-level potentialities issuing from an original germ. Keynote, the life urge to actualize one's birth potential. Rudyard writes, what is pictured here is simply the process of germination. And incidentally, cancer is the sign of the womb. It's the sign of birth. Capricorn on the opposite side is the sign of old age and towards death. So here we are, we're in birth potential here. He said, what is pictured here is simply the process of germination. As it unfolds from the sundered seed, the plant pierces the crust of the soil and reaches up towards the light. This is a dynamic process turned outward in contrast to the more static or introspective process of integration through understanding depicted in the preceding symbol. Germination is the crucifixion of the seed. The seed becomes the germ, just as the Tibetan student meditating silently and peacefully on the mandala is followed by the Christian crusader, and at a materialistic level of productivity by the engineer technologist intent upon transforming the globe for the greatest possible enjoyment of the greatest possible number of human beings. Um, he said the expanding process of self-actualization, which may mean nothing more than ego expansion through conquest, contrasts with the introspective study of the structural relationship between and the meaning of the various energies and potentialities of one's nature. Svara Rupa in Sanskrit. The key word is growth. So anyway, how I would interpret that is to go back to that 16-7 and the tower card and the, off with the heads Mercury news. Something has to go. Something has to die off for this new seeds growth to come. So that's how I see that. Now then, the Sabian symbol. A woman working busily at a spinning wheel. Trance states as natural evolution, being inside the inside, yet staying under and weaving a web in time of remembrance and forgetfulness and and remembrance and forgetfulness and remembrance. He does say it twice. 
deeply involved with the personal, yet coldly detached from whatever does not serve. Persuading, teaching, invoking, insisting that what comes next comes next, that we must get on with the dance. This is a penetrating sensibility which finds what can be brought forward and fosters it all pervasively. The collective voice of conscience at, at her post, attentive and scrutinising, a void in terms of letting everything be and an immense force to follow the thread of growth and development all the way through, catching every stitch. Wow. So overall, you know, looking at the numbers and the chart and the symbols, I would say that whilst this full moon, full moon is a completion, I think something is really going to kind of um, feel like it's collapsing and falling apart um, on or as we lead up to this full moon. And the news might make us feel that way, even if it's not affecting us in our own lives. However, the supportive aspects to it and the radical change brought from things like the aspect to Uranus and the fact that Mars is stationing direct right afterwards are going to indicate that this is kind of something that's got to go, something that's got to be ended and something that's got to have the head cut off of so that we can move forward. All right. So it's off with the heads by the Queen of Swords. Um, allow the collapse. And the tower is always about collapse and rebuilding as well. I think we are going to go into a time of tremendous growth after this full moon. So don't fear it, but do know that, you know, it's probably a day where you might want to hunker down a little bit because it's quite powerful as well. So all right, my loves, I will see you on the next video. Um, I'm trying to decide how to do the all signs, but uh, because I've been sick, I am not going to be starting those till the new year for the new and full moons. So catch me next time and subscribe and check the little bell so that you get notified when I do upload videos like that. Peace out.